On today's episode, Beth and I talk about conversation marketing. We're going to debunk what this buzzword term is for you and talk about why it's critical for every manufacturer to begin adopting some very simple principles within their digital marketing efforts. It doesn't take a bunch of new tools or techniques or skill sets that you don't have. It's a relatively simple approach that's going to have a big, big impact on your business. We'll also share some examples of other manufacturers who are doing this well so that you can learn from them and apply it to your business. Now, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. We're going to kick things off a little bit differently today and just start by asking a very simple question. When you look at your marketing, when you look at your digital efforts, how are you evaluating success? Are you looking at the raw metrics of traffic increased, leads generated, or some specific outcome that matters to your business? Maybe it's sample requests or something of that nature. And the reason why we're asking this question is because we think that there's a shift that needs to be had in building products around what you're measuring the success of your efforts around. What does success look like? I gave a talk recently at Mark Mitchell's Wizard Summit on the three shifts that are happening in building products. And the very first one I spoke about is that conversation is the new lead. And I say that because when we look at our marketing, our digital marketing, so much of it focuses on, hey, how many leads did we generate? What are those raw metrics? What are those numbers that we generated? And we need to swing the pendulum back to relationships. And that's what today's episode is about. We're going to be talking about conversation marketing and how that actually is the backbone by which most manufacturers have built their business, but they need to make a couple small tweaks to make sure that they stay in line with where technology is headed and applying that to their business so they can continue to grow and outpace their competition. What's interesting about the trend of conversation marketing, which we're going to break down exactly what that means in just a minute, but one of the main pushbacks we hear from manufacturers when we talk to them about digital marketing is that their business is relationship-driven. It's always been relationship-driven. You know, The dealers that they work with worked with their uncles or fathers um, in the same industry, in the same place. They bought from the same person or sold to the same person for decades and decades. And while we've never... You can't... That's undeniable, right? Building materials, a lot of it really is relationship-based. And that's great. That's a wonderful thing about the industry that we're in. But we've also seen the need and the increasing pace for the need of digital in the building material space grow even over the last five to seven years. And this trend of conversation marketing is actually merging those two things, technology, digital, and the relationship in a really cool way. Exactly what Zach was saying, it's taking that need of building relationships that's always been there in your field, and then basically just letting you be able to scale it in a way that you simply can't under man hours alone. So Beth, why don't we just talk a little bit about what conversation marketing is and debunk that a bit before we dive into how you can actually roll that out and use it within your business. So conversation marketing is positioning your marketing as a dialogue. Instead of just treating your marketing like this is my opportunity to tell you about all of our products, 
their value propositions, their color variations, the many, many reasons, features, and benefits that you should use them over and over and over. It takes into consideration the person on the other end of this conversation, which is your customer or potential customer. So by treating your marketing like a conversation, you're giving yourself the opportunity to essentially change and pivot your messaging based on the feedback that you're getting from that person. And this should apply to your marketing across the board, whether you're talking about marketing on your website, marketing through your email marketing efforts, marketing in social media efforts, all of your marketing should be looking for that feedback loop to say, this is working, this isn't working, this is resonating, this isn't resonating. I need to say more things like this, less things like that. And the reason why this is happening in the marketplace is because people are shifting conversation to convenience. So to lay this out more specifically, the way that this works is that if you think about your site or your online presence as it stands right now, most manufacturers, they have their product information, they have forms and things of that nature. And what's happening is that for most of your audience, they go to your website, they fill out a form that gets stored in your CRM. You then score that individual. Then you might call them. You put them in an automation sequence. You follow the email. Then you schedule a call with them. And then you could try to help them get the answers that they're looking for. If you go through that step, that progression, there's like four or five steps that need to happen before that person gets the answer that they're looking for. And what conversation marketing is saying is, let's get rid of all of that. And let's just get people the, the answers to the questions that they have. Like If you think about it, like that's the reason why chatbots, which we spoke about in episode 15, are becoming so effective and working so well right now is because you're literally cutting out all of that back and forth and going straight to the source of the problem, which is, give me what I'm looking for. I have this question, answer it now or I'm leaving. And if you look at like some of the examples, Beth, that we use a lot, like if you look at Claire Paint, for example, you go to their website, they don't have like a, hey, fill this format and we'll get you a quote. It's like, hey, here's a chatbot or a dialogue that can be had to get you the right paint, the right style, the right color instantaneously. It's all about that instant gratification. That's why conversation as a whole, it's, it's moving away from more phone calls and more meetings to using technology to get me what I need more easily and more quickly. And if you as a manufacturer can get your head around that and say, hey, how can we supply the same level of service, but use technology to amplify that, whether that's through chat or through email or whatever it might be, like you want to be as quick as possible in that initiative, you're going to win. It's that simple. It's all about removing that friction and getting answers to the questions that people have. Yeah. And we know that conversation marketing isn't just about chatbots, but it's worth talking about for a bit because it's obviously a really great fit for something that requires some real-time changes and shifts in how you're talking to your customer based on the feedback that they're giving you and the responses that they're giving you. It might be helpful for people who have been in the building materials industry for a really long time. If you stop thinking about it, like a bot or you know a robot or some type of weird outer space technology and just take a step back and look at it as really just a conversation tool. So we know that people are communicating through these types of conversation, these messaging tools more than ever. Like 90% of people prefer to use some type of messaging tool, whether that's text message or Facebook messenger than any other type of communication. And if you can include that in your marketing, 
and really just treat it like you would treat a sales conversation. Doesn't have to be some new idea or a new piece of technology you have to wrap your brain around. We're just treating it like one person having a conversation with another person. The same way you as a salesperson or your sales team would shift. Yeah. I like that a lot, Beth, because it's not like a whole new technology. It's just shifting the outcomes that you're trying to create. Like that's that's the name of the game. Like shift what you're trying to create, which is instead of just creating leads, create conversation. Instead of just trying to get that raw metric of we increased this form request on our site, it's hey, we we started this many conversations and this many people we think are qualified to potentially buy from us. It's the same as the sales process. Like if you break it down into simple steps, it's let's engage our audience, let's understand what problem they have, and then let's recommend. Like the data we have says that a majority of building product audiences view the manufacturer as the expert. So instead of just trying to push your product, engage with them, understand what they want, and then make a recommendation because you're the trusted guide on what solution is going to solve their problem. And that's not just pushing your product. That's trying to be helpful in whatever situation or problem they have. Like I think Beth about like Phil Sardino, that podcast we just recorded with him. Like He's just providing helpful content. And if he's able to use that content in a conversational way to make recommendations to people, like that's what it's all about. It's like, it's literally just building relationships. Like, I mean, you could just call it relationship marketing because all you're doing is trying to build conversation, build value and help people with the problems that they have. But you're doing that, you're, you're making convenience the cornerstone of those efforts. Like we talked a lot about content and how you need that. The, I think we got asked a question that was actually at the summit, Beth, like what's the biggest reason why chatbots fail? It's because of content. And this is an episode about chatbots, even though they really are a big part of conversation marketing. Conversation marketing is the outcome you want. You want to create conversations. The way you use that is either through chatbots, it's through marketing automation, it's through email, it's whatever convenience tool might be. But the end goal has to be around building a relationship with somebody so that they trust you. Like if you look at what's happening in the marketplace, like people are more comfortable with building relationships with brands using technology. So use the technology, use the tools that you have at your disposal and scale your relational efforts, right? Yeah. It's interesting, Zach, because it's not only that people are comfortable with building relationships with brands, we actually are accustomed to it. We almost have an expectation that this brand is going to value me, treat me like I'm a VIP, and that's going to make me trust them with my purchase. All right. So you might be asking, how do you get started with this? This sounds interesting. This sounds smart. Like, What do I need to do to get started? The very first thing you need to do is just realize you're probably closer to this than you think you are. Like, This isn't like a crazy new idea. For most manufacturers, they're probably already doing this, but they need to just shift a few of their efforts to get a little bit closer. I mentioned a minute ago, you want to engage, understand, and recommend. This is a framework we follow and we really like it. And I think it's actually Drift, who's a chatbot company. They use the same formula. When you say engage, what you want to do is find ways to literally get in front of your audience. That may be a chatbot, that may be a form, maybe email, whatever you're doing, literally just engage with them and bring down the walls. Understand means understand who they are. As Beth mentioned, are they an architect? Are they a builder? Are they a contractor? Are they a homeowner? Understand who they are and then find out what problems they have. Listen to them, make them feel heard, but do it quickly. And then finally recommend, what is the solution to their problem? So if we follow that formula, 
let's say somebody comes to your website, they are an architect, they have questions about the viability of your project in a certain setting. Your goal is to engage with them. Let's introduce a chatbot there because an architect we know is looking for answers. So we engage with them. We understand, okay, we ask them, who are you? Are you looking for information on products? Are you looking for a quote? Are you looking for a dealer? They say, I'm looking for information on products. And then you say, okay, how can I help with that? We, we literally introduce conversation into that process. We ask them what problems that they're having. And then the bot or the individual on the back end of that chat feature starts to answer the questions that they have and leads them to the next step, leads them to that answer by recommending. We're not necessarily selling, we're recommending. And that's really, really critical is you want to help them to that point where they begin to trust you. That's why we say it's relationship as much as conversation, because in order for you to win, you've got to build that trust and you've got to do that through that right journey of making sure they feel heard, giving them value, and then you make recommendation along that process. So the shift you need to make is literally just a mentality shift. The old way of thinking is this. The new way of thinking is this. The old way of thinking is, it's very focused on me, the business. I'm going to give you communication when you don't want it. I'm going to give you generic experience. I'm going to make it really difficult for you to find what you're looking for. New conversation marketing is completely frictionless. You allow your audience to engage on their own terms. It's very personalized. It gives them what they need when they need it now. So it really is about having a mentality shift in how you approach your marketing. Today's marketing really has the customer at the center. Customers have the buying power. They have the ability to find you and get the information that they want when and where they want it. The old way was really like the business was the center. I, as the business, send you emails whenever I want. Maybe that's about information that you want. Probably it isn't. You get a generic one-size-fits-all email description, product description. You come to my site. What you want is a little bit difficult to find because I've put it where it makes sense to me. And in my internal infrastructure, I haven't really taken into consideration what my customers would be looking for and how they would think about my products. Today, it's all about removing friction. We talk a lot about that. Removing friction, whoever gets closest to the customer wins. Customers want to be able to find the information that they want, where they want, when they want it. I, as the customer, I want to engage on my own terms. I want and expect an experience that's personalized. I want to find what I need right now. I am looking for something on your website in response to an immediate need. I'm not there because websites are novel and interesting to browse. And that's really why something like conversation marketing and really even chatbot is so incredibly important because it puts the customer in the driver's seat when really it's giving you both that level playing ground of the customer has a question, you have those answers, let's just remove the friction in supplying that conversation so that they can get what they want, which is the answers, and you can get what you want, which is a sale. It really like is kind of a no-brainer. It's not that difficult. It's yeah, really I not that difficult. It's how you treat sales right now in a, in a human environment. It's just basically allowing you to have that human interaction online. Yeah, I think that that's the important key, Beth, is like in sales, you're very accommodating. Like it's very much focused on the customer. But the problem with marketing is like until recently, it hasn't been that easy because like the technology hasn't been there. That's why it's a shift is you've got to just realize that like, hey, there are tools at your disposal to make this process easier for, for you as well as your audience. That's the key. If you can make your marketing about solving the problems and then making it super easy to work with you, 
that's going to create an intrinsic feel on the side of your potential customer to say, hey, these guys get me. They understand my problem. They're not hard to work with. It's like, if your online presence is difficult, like, what does that say about your business? Like, a lot of people don't think about that. But if you, if you make your online efforts about solving the problems and being that guide and being that helpful resource, creating that conversation with them, you're going to win. Like, you are. Like, we use an example, Beth, of, um, of Claire Paint. Mm-hmm. Hey, Claire Paint, come to our site. We're going to send you samples. They're super easy. Oh, and we'll send you paint if you need it. Oh, and we'll help you find the exact right product. That might not be right for you, but here are some other recommendations. Like They're just trying to help make the buying process easier. And instead of saying, like, here's the product, do you want it? It's very relationally focused. And I think that's the key. It's like, let's bring down the walls and let's stop positioning our product as a scientific solution that does X, Y, and Z. And let's make our brand more approachable by creating conversation and relationship using technology. That's the key. All of these things we've talked about over the last couple of weeks, like marketing automation, content marketing, all these things are really focused on that. It's about making and positioning your brand to be focused on the customer and the problems that they have and less on, let's just sell, 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 right? Yeah. I honestly think, Zach, this framework or the way we're talking about marketing now, conversation marketing is the framework that makes the most sense of all of the ways that marketing has been positioned in the last five to 10 years. There's been a lot of tools that have led us to this point, but everything else, if we're honest, was a little bit treated like magic. When content marketing was first introduced, they were like, you know what you should do? Just write a ton of content about really helpful stuff. And then people are just going to magically buy from you. It took years for that to really evolve and be clarified. And that really, this is what they were talking about. But now we're saying like, listen, it's about human interactions. It's about relationships. Let's just not pretend the internet and websites and your digital experience isn't built by humans and for humans. And if we treat it that way, you're going to win, like exactly what you're saying. But if we treat it like this far removed sales brochure that just sticks to the facts and nothing but the facts, well, sure, maybe you do have a really great product, but as a human, that's going to be very difficult for me to understand. The benefits, and there's so many, like why is Amazon winning? It's because they're giving people what they want more quickly. If you make it easier to work with you, that's going to help your sales cycle. That's going to create rapport and trust with your customers. That's going to make your buying process better. I mean, everything we want to do, that's going to happen. If you just literally just make a simple shift in your marketing to focus on how do we create more conversation? How do we create more relationship? That is the final frontier, at least for today, at least because that's what people want. They want brands who are going to focus on them and be helpful in the process, not just in selling. So... If you're asking yourself, okay, all this sounds great. What tools do I need to use in order to start rolling this out? Just drop us a note at podcast at venue.com. Explain a little bit about your situation and we can make a recommendation. But if you're asking, where do I go from here and what are my next steps? It's relatively simple. You just need to assess and look at your website, look at your online presence, look at what you're putting out in terms of content and ask yourself, is this focused on building relationship? Is this focused on starting conversation? And if it's not, begin to look at the places that need relationship, that need conversation, that people may not be able to get what they're looking for and start to introduce them. And maybe even ask customers, maybe even ask existing potential leads. Like, 
hey, what problems did you have that we didn't address before you started having a conversation with us face-to-face? Because that's what it's about. It's about speed of delivery, speed of that conversation, getting them what they want as quick as possible, and having those one-on-one conversations like we talked about, but using technology to amplify that. That's our show for today. Like Zach said, if you have questions about what tools you should or should not be using, throw us a note, podcast at benvio.com. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like more great content like this, head to venvio.com slash podcast to subscribe and we will see you next week. You've been listening to Smarter Building Materials Marketing with Zach Williams and Beth Popnikola. To get the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit venvio.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.